Yes, it's true. I'm a big fan of the old TV show ER. I'm talking about the classic one with Anthony Edwards and George Clooney and Noah Wiley. They were great shows, but one episode still is fresh in my memory, and it's something for us to think about as we bring 2022 to a close. So in this episode, I want to do something a little bit different than reviewing some of the medical data. I want to do something to just inspire us as we look forward to 2023. So let's talk about lessons learned from ER in this episode. Just trying to keep everyone up to date on evidence-based practice because medicine moves real fast. This is Clinical Pearls. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh my goodness. Somebody on my team just told me I completely forgot another key player in ER. How could I forget Dr. Peter Benton? I mean, he is a true model in character development throughout the series. It's great to see how his character progressed, but how could I forget Eric LaSalle? Yes, Dr. Peter Benton. Totally forgot. All right, let's get back to the show. No, I don't recommend getting your medical education or your medical training from medical TV shows. I mean, some of the things on those shows are so out there, so far-fetched. Hey, but they're good for entertainment value. And ER is no exception. I mean, those ER physicians do some crazy stuff that no well-respected ER physician would ever do. But nonetheless, hey, it's entertaining, and I've been a fan since I was in medical school. The original ER came out when I was in med school, and one episode in season six, which is episode six, still rings true for me today. And I saw that years ago. This is an episode that I think we can all learn from, especially as we come to an end of a year and look forward to a new year. I mean, this one message I'm telling you is something that you should not forget going forward. I think we can find inspiration and encouragement from a variety of sources. And this one episode, again, season six, episode six, ever since I first saw it when it was live, it still rings true for me today. And I remember this episode frequently. Look, about two weeks ago, I was on call and I was getting slammed by pages and text messages. I mean, it was nonstop. No joke, between 1 p.m. and 5 p.m., I had 17 work-related text messages uh, about patients or consultations or something. That's a lot, all right? And so by around the 10th or 11th one, I'm like, I'm about to throw this phone out the window. And it's very easy for me to get overwhelmed. I have to kind of step back, take deep breaths. I'm a big believer in mindfulness. Uh, And I'm so type A and I want everything done in a certain way that uh, it's kind of to my detriment. So periodically, I have to kind of step back, take a deep breath and, and walk it off. Well, during that afternoon where I was getting killed by those text messages, I remembered this episode and it just brought me back like 
I mean, like that. So this episode, I know, is going to touch you. It touched me. It still touches me. And I'm going to share with you that clip here. And I'm going to give you some life lessons, very impactful, from a fantastic author who was doing a guest appearance on on that episode. Um, and, And it's something I'm telling you, it's not going to leave you the same. It's amazing what you remember as a child because one of my father's favorite shows was MASH. Um, so when he was alive and I was still a kid, uh, I remember him you know, watching MASH after the news. It was like 10.30 p.m. And he'd always send me off to another room. So I always had this great mystery of what this show was. I mean, it's interesting because times were different. But because some of the themes there were at that time considered a little risque, I mean, I wasn't allowed to watch it. But I do remember one of the actors in there that always, to me, was kind of fascinating was the Alan Alda character, uh, Hawkeye. He's a great actor. And I remember, wow, the, I mean, he's just so smart. Uh, he was well-respected. Uh, and he was good with his hands at surgery. I remember seeing this as a kid in the few episodes that I would sneak around the stairwell and, and kind of peek in without my dad knowing. And, and, and he made an impression on me even back then as a TV character. Alan Alda then returned to television in the way of guest appearances on the show ER, specifically in season six. Now, he returned as a semi-retired ER attending, who ironically had been the attending for one of the other ER attendings currently in practice. That was Carrie Weaver. So their relationship spanned the medical student and now peer-to-peer relationship where we find ourselves in season six in episode six. Now, keep in mind, of course, he's an older physician and other co-workers start noticing things about him. And he starts giving kind of weird information. He forgets some details. And while he can remember things from the remote past, he kind of trips himself up with some weird decisions and lack of memory during hands-on patient care. Of course, the episode evolves with the revelation that Dr. Lawrence is indeed suffering from the early stages of Alzheimer's, and he comes to an important, heartbreaking revelation, that here is a man who has devoted his entire life to being at the bedside, to the art and the practice of medicine, and one day it will be taken away from him. Now, mind you, of course, it's one thing to willfully retire and then step away from practice, but that's not what's going on here. Alan Alda's character, Gabe Lawrence, is devoted to medicine, and him being taken away against his decision is just really throwing him for a loop, and his whole world is crashing down around him. I'm going to play you the clip in just a moment, so you can just feel this passion and this heartbreak, and then I'm going to tell you how it relates to our current situation. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, don't turn off the podcast, hold on, because I have to clarify something. First of all, Heaven forbid that any of us ever get this diagnosis. I do have a family member suffering with this, and it is heartbreaking. But the truth is that none of us are promised or guaranteed tomorrow. And we have no idea what's in store for us tomorrow, next week, or in the years to come. Which brings me back to this chief idea, and the whole reason I want to share this with you is that as we get so wrapped up in the day and get so frustrated by 17 text messages or patients we have to see or files we have to sign off, we have to remember that this really is a calling and it's a gift. The ability to take care of somebody who's sick or hurting, as I've said before, is a privilege. And one day, 
Whether we want it or not, it may be taken away from us. And this is why we need to step back and honestly remember to cherish the day. I've talked about memento mori in the past and why it's important to me. And that's another episode. But I want to play this clip for you to bring you back to this whole reality that even though we're frustrated and we've got things to do and we're always running around, to take a deep breath because one day it may be taken away from us and we will miss it. Listen to this powerful clip. Let me just set the stage quickly. Dr. Lawrence had just found himself in a clinical situation that he couldn't remember whether he was involved with or not. And after storming out of the hospital, basically embarrassed, and with the reality that he's losing his mind, he now has come back to the ER and he's standing alone in one of the ER trauma bays. Then walks in his former student, who's now the head of the ER, Dr. Carrie Weaver. Here is their exchange. When despair for the world grows in me, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water, and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water and feel above me the day-blind stars waiting with their light. And for a time, I rest in the peace of the world and am free. How can I remember a William Blake poem I memorized over 30 years ago and not remember that I saw a woman with a sprained ankle this afternoon. I started to notice something was wrong about a year ago. Memory loss and not being able to find the right word. I went to Boston to see an old classmate of mine, a neurologist. scan and it showed bilateral hypoperfusion to the parietal areas. He started me on Aricept. It's supposed to put the brakes on, 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 on the Alzheimer's, but I guess, I guess it, uh, it didn't help enough. Ross Chow is doing great work upstairs at the Comprehensive Dementia Center. You should go see her. What for? I have a progressive neurologic disorder. They're working with neurotropins and antioxidants. Maybe you could get into a clinical trial. I was thinking of committing suicide. I can't figure out the best time to do it. Too early and I'll, I'll miss what little life I have left. If I wait too long, I won't remember to do it. students and the residents. But not see patients, right? Gabe, you are a brilliant doctor and you are a wonderful teacher. Please, please. 
please don't give up those gifts. I saw a woman this morning. Dementia. She had... She had no idea where she was. She didn't, she didn't know who she was. podcast family i remember seeing that live when it first aired and it made such an impression to me that i still recall it now years later and i'm sharing it with you so i hope now that as we come to the end of 2022 that you remember that that there's nothing more important to us than the precious time that we're given it's just a few short years on this earth typical lifespans less than 80 years of age now i don't know about you but i plan on going out screaming and kicking well over my hundreds. Of course, the reality is that none of us are promised or guaranteed tomorrow, and that at a moment's time, it can be taken away, like it was being taken away from that fictional character, Dr. Gabe Lawrence from ER. So as we come to the end of 2022, let that just inspire you. Let that remind you of what really is important in our day-to-day. And so as we get ready to launch into 2023, I simply want to say I'm thankful for you. I know that you have a calling. I know that you are here for a purpose and a reason. And I want to encourage you with that. Have a great holiday season. And we'll see you on another episode of Clinical Pearls. Mm-hmm.